0: Uh, hello, welcome to Film Rules the World. Um, this week we're going to be discussing Batman and Superman. I'm John Fan. Frederico Olike. And we have a special guest.
1: Hi, I'm Joey Weiner. I love this movie.
0: Yes. Okay, so let's get started with this. Um, I'd like... I know, Joey, you're, like, really into this movie. Like, you're probably the only person I know. Like, Because, like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I don't, probably the only person on this campus that knows. That honestly, I don't sense. think so. But, like, I also, like, know, like, five people. But also, like, in my social circle, even, like, back home, like, I'm like, eh, yeah. not everyone's, like, a film nerd and things like that. But, like, you're, like, the only, like, film person and also, like, comic book person that, like, really digs this movie. So I kind of want to start off by asking, like, what is, like, your history with this movie? Like, what was, like, 2016 Joey's, like, mentality um, going into this film?
1: So, a cup I was really excited, uh, especially just because, like, Civil War was coming out uh, in May. And, you know, I just had kind of gotten into the, the DC Comics film Twitter, superhero Twitter scene. And so, although I was following all these people, like, I'd been following this movie for, like almost three years because they announced the picture of Batman and, like, all that in, like, July of 20...
0: Yeah, Batman like, was right after Man of Steel and, came out.
1: In Man of Steel, they announced Batman vs. Superman at Comic-Con 2013. And I had seen Man of Steel. I won a contest. I got to see it early. And so um, I saw it a couple days early and that was... I wasn't... I, I loved Man of Steel. I think it's great. Um, and so afterwards, I was like, I think the battles went on a little bit too long. And that was kind of my only... For reference, I was like 14 when it came out, or 15. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, summer of 2013, so I was like 14. And, um, I don't know, I really liked it. I waited for like three years. I remember the first trailer coming out, like, summer of 2015. That was like an event, too. That was, yeah, like, that well, was, I remember it leaked first. Really? The girl I was seeing at the time sent it to me. And I remember watching, like, this, like, really bad, like, cam-recorded version of it, and I was like, oh my god. Like, I heard Neil deGrasse Tyson's voice, and, like, oh, I freaked out. And that that wasn't even, like, a full trailer, either. I think it was just, like, a tracking shot of, um, like, the Superman statue. It was just all these, like, voices over it. Um, And then this full trailer came out, and finally, like, a couple, probably a week or two before it came out, I, I remember I had heard there was, like, standing ovations, everyone loves it, they released a picture of Aquaman, like, there was all this stuff... And then a week or two before it came out, all these reports came out and there was like, it's terrible, it's so bad, everyone hates it. And I was like, I was upset. I was like, what if I don't like this movie? Cause I've waited so long for this movie. Like, what if I don't like it? And uh, I went and saw it. Uh, I think it might've been day before opening day. I went and saw it like super early in the morning. Cause it was just like the, the earliest I could do it. Cause Stephenville didn't do midnight showings anymore. Oh. Um, and so we didn't have the movie the night before. So I think I saw it the day before, like at like 8am and uh, I didn't love it. Uh, it was, I watched it and I was like, wow, that was, that was good. Like I liked it. And I was kind of upset with it. And then I found out they had cut half an hour of the movie and I thought, okay, I mean, that, that makes sense. Like, that's probably why I didn't like it, and then they came out with the Ultimate Edition, which came out like July of twenty whatever, twenty sixteen. Yeah, twenty sixteen. And I remember picking up the DVD the day it came out, which was also the same day The Killing Joke came out. So I went and saw the Killing Joke in theaters, which is oh, an animated, animated movie, edition. which is bad. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and I went and picked up the uh, the DVD of it, and the cashier tried to talk me out of it. She said, This movie's so bad. She said, If you're a Superman, I walked out five minutes in because it was so bad. I said, if, you, if you're a fan, why did you walk out five minutes in? I don't also, understand. that's just like
0: the opening credits. Yeah, that's,
1: <laughs> that's the Beautiful Eye segment, which is a great sequence. Like, I'll get into it, I promise. Um, but yeah, I bought it, I watched it. I watched it till like 4 a.m. because it's like three hours long. And it's, I, you know, since then I loved it. I think it's over you know the past three years more i watch it the more i like gain insight of what it really is about and like i didn't realize i didn't know the term deconstruction until much later and that's kind of where i got into the movie and like why i i think i i mean i said it i think the last episode we recorded was like i say deconstruction too much in my daily life and that's just because like i'm super into the idea of picking those things apart and finding out why they work and then talking about
0: like why they work Cool, cool. Um, yeah, no. I'm just. I I remember like seeing that movie because like I think I was in the same boat of like yeah. you know like these are like the DC heroes. These are uh-huh. the guys, and this is supposed to be the besides Man of Steel. This was like the start of like yeah. the DCEU, and like I was going into this being like I'm so excited and so ready to see it, and like coming out not not necessarily disappointed just more so, like, kind of confused by this movie. Yeah, Because, like, definitely. yeah, seeing this film, is it it's, like, it takes, like, the biggest, like, left turn in terms of, like, what you would think a superhero movie would be in terms, like, a, an adaptation, especially at that time. Yeah. Given the fact that, like, this was in the middle of, like, the height of the MCU, and so there's, like, this standard going on, like, going around of, like, this is how a superhero movie should be. Yeah. And pretty much Batman v Superman was just not that at all So I was very confused Going into it And then like I kind of Half remember The Ultimate Edition Because I like Rented it But I never like Fully finished it Until like Literally last night okay. <laughs> Like two in the morning Studying for our Media Arts final mm-hmm. But um Yeah no I think like Given like Time With this movie Like And different like Mindset with it Like I see Like how Like what it's trying to do And I feel I'm not saying that I'm like the ultimate fan of it, yeah. But I'm also like very appreciative of the fact, especially given the fact that in the superhero genre, there's a lot of homogeneity. In ter- like, I'm not saying like every superhero movie is the same, but mm-hmm. like a lot yeah. of it are. So like the fact that we're getting that nowadays we're getting more superhero movies that are willing to be like different is so exciting to me. And like revisiting the ones that were that already came out that are different like this movie, is really exciting. So that's kind of my relationship. Civil
2: War came out before, right? No. It no. came out
0: like Civil War came out later. like
2: May 4th, and Batman for Superman
1: came out March 25th.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just remember um, after seeing both of those movies, I was like, they kind of had like that, because, you know, in Marvel and Civil War, I remember talking about how y'all need to stop destroying stuff, pretty much. He said, hey, it's another super, It's a superhero." hero. And I just remember they were yeah. similar. I just remember that's... That's when my biggest take from that. Those two movies, they were kind of similar in that thing. Like, oh yeah, Superman. He's like pretty much a god, looking like a god. He can do whatever he wants. And that's pretty much what Iron Man was yelling at everybody in like Civil War. Like, hey guys, y'all gotta look out for these people, like the little people. And then. um I just remember in Batman or Superman, um, wasn't there a scene where like Superman and Zod were fighting? You thought Batman was looking up and seeing them fight. It kind of reminded me and um, the Hulk scene where Hulk was crashed through the building. They were like very similar. I was like, oh yeah. I, that's when I kind of, kind of realization. Like we took what you said, how a lot of superhero movies kind of have that same kind of feel in a way, kind of same kind of. Minor sub story, and that's my biggest take from that. And the mother thing, the name thing, didn't really bother me as much as it bothers so many people. I don't know why. I,
0: we'll, like, we'll get we'll get more into that's that's a, that's, a whole, yeah. that's gonna be a segment. But um, uh, but let's let's just like I want to start like with like discussing more of this movie of talking about Zack Snyder as yeah. a filmmaker because I think that's a really good place to start because he is, like has a very different sensibility yeah. when it comes to superhero stuff than um.
2: Was he the one who said he wanted Batman to kill people, actually?
0: It's That's of, a complicated yeah. thing. That's, it's a whole thing. I mean, he didn't if, say... If you want to explain it, So, uh, he did a... For
1: like the three-year anniversary of Batman vs Superman, he did a showing of um, his director's cuts of his movies. And apparently, I, don't, I can't confirm this, because I, I don't know... Like, I heard people say it, but I, I didn't... I wasn't there. But they said he showed like a four and a half hour version of Batman or Superman. I don't believe that's true, but I heard people say it was true. If it was, someone get me a copy of it because I want to see that. But um, he basically said uh, if your superheroes, if you don't understand that your superheroes can do wrong, you're living in a fantasy world. And I, I think what he's trying to say is that superheroes can't just be one thing yeah you know they, they've mm-hmm. got to be and, and Snyder's whole filmography is he's about uh, myth making and he's about like this deconstruction
0: that's what I literally put on like one of my points is like his um, fascination with mythology yeah like, that's like, very much his like big thing
1: and it's not just like Greek mythology or Roman or whatever but, like theology and like, yeah all these the things. idea of what creates a myth in the eyes of people. And that's why I think Snyder's really good for Batman is because he takes these parts of Batman that we kind of, um, uh, that that we see as like these, these things, like when we look at like gods or we look at like Zeus, for example, like we have these, uh, conceptions of what we think Zeus is like, right? And these are, this is what Zeus is. Same with Batman. This is yeah. what Batman is, and what Snyder did with Batman and Superman and all these characters is he took these, like he bullet pointed all these uh, personality traits all these traits of what Batman is, and he asked why, why does he not kill people? Why does he do this? What would happen if he did kill people? What would happen? Why would he do that? And it kind of, and that's kind of that's what deconstruction is, and he kind of wanted to take this, um, the idea of myth making and uh ask like why are these characters myths and kind of explore what myth means to these characters um and he's all about that with his filmography he's done that with like the rest of his films as well yeah
0: um one of my biggest takeaways from the movie was like looking at the characters and the way that they're portrayed it's it's and this is more of like seeing it from a perspective of like how the world sees it of like So we have these established characters, right? Uh Like you have other iterations of Superman, like live action iterations of Superman and Batman. So like, yeah, there's that standard of like, what people kind of expect from these characters, but then like him changing it. And like, it's kind of like looking back now, you can see where that backlash kind of came from. Yeah, And like, it's really interesting to like think about that, how like people at the time really don't like the idea of deconstruction. Like I, I wouldn't necessarily
1: say that because Logan is a deconstruction. That's true. And everybody likes Logan. I think for most people they were bored or because it's a very slow movie. I mean, I I don't want to make it sound like it's more than what it is, but it's it's yeah. a political thriller. Like it's it's this it's this I, it's an it's an analogy for so many things, but it's an analogy for like, you know, it's a it's a in essence, it's a billionaire white man fighting against an immigrant who wants to do good like yeah That's you you do you say it like that? and You're like, oh, okay. Dang well, you. but um, I think a lot of people didn't like the movie for Certain reasons. They thought it was slow. They didn't like the portrayals. They didn't like whatever and they kind of um pushed that on that like say i think saying like a straw man argument of they didn't get it or they don't like the deconstruction or anything is wrong i'm sure there are people who don't like that there are people who don't want their superheroes to be deconstructed and i I can understand that um, because they they see it as like an escape or as a you know as a, a fantasy but um i think that um yeah i think just people put that on they said well we don't like batman killing because they didn't like other aspects of that the movie but they couldn't really understand what they didn't like about the movie. so they just thought oh batman
0: kills i don't like that batman shouldn't kill that's true so um going into like talking about like the the way because like the big like kind of main point of like contention with this movie are the characters yeah so i kind of like Actually, no, hold on. So before that, I wrote about, like, the world of BVS because that's also another point of contention of, Uh like, what is this, like, people are very confused on, like, the world of this movie. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Uh, so, like, when I was, like, watching it again, it's, it's, like, a very strange, like, world that we're kind of thrown into because it's, because it's post Man of Steel, so you have the post, like, destruction of Metropolis situation, like, post 9-11 thing. And so it's, like, this world that, like, kind of hates, but also, like, embraces
1: Superman. And, like, yeah, okay. I think um, Superman is a... Superman's, like, always been an analogy for America. Yeah. And he's, he's you know, he means, like, truth, justice the American way. Mm-hmm. But I think what Zack Snyder tries to do, and and, and crazy enough, what, like... I think he's trying to say America is no longer what it was in the 40s. And so in the 40s, we were all rallied against the Nazis, but we can't punch global warming. Yeah. You know, we can't. Superman and Captain America and every superhero punched Hitler, but we can't fight racism with a fist. Um, And so Superman's kind of an analogy for this whole movie, he's conflicted. Much like how our country is afflicted. I mean, 2016 was such a crazy political time. And even yeah. though this movie was made before we had like this crazy, you know, political uh, presidential election, like it, it definitely shows that the country is divided now more than ever. And I think Superman just kind of shows that he, he's this um, metaphor for, he, he's conflicted because America's conflicted. And it's almost like how would a man react if half the world hated him and the other half of the world worshipped him? And they just show that they show these things of him doing these fantastical feats of picking up, blowing up rocket rocket ships, and like uh, dragging boats across the ocean, and showing people like worshiping him, you know, Day of the Dead style. And it's cut to. Audio of people saying, "Do we really need Superman? Like, I mean, does he? Why doesn't he act on our behalf? Why is he just saving people? Why doesn't he save people according to America's um, political stances? Like, who does he get to? Why does he get to choose to save? Exactly. Why can't we tell him to save these people? And and Civil War deals with something very similar to that with the Sarcovia Accords.
0: Yeah, and it's weird because it's like there's like. Those movies are very similar, and I don't mean just because they're, like, yeah. about... They are, ver- they are very, they are very similar. Very, even to, like, a weird, like, structural, like, mm-hmm. point of view, like, they're so oddly similar. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about it recently, like, how the way that the movies play out, like, they're almost beat for beat, like, the same thing. Not, yeah. I wouldn't say for example. No, I, I like, understand like, what
1: you're saying. Um, there were a lot of, a lot of people say, like, oh, well, you know, Batman vs Superman, the script was leaked and Marvel copied it and it, that's bull crap no. that's not true yeah. um, it's they're two very similar ideas i wouldn't say it's a coincidence that they came out at the same time no, yeah. i think they both were like let's do this and and i think with when it comes to the Zack Snyder movies he didn't and the and i think the problem that the DCEU has or at least had is they tried to do justice League too quickly very and funny. if you say like um, well, Superman came out in 2013, Justice League came out in 2017. It's That's a four game. years, but you know, Marvel had Iron Man, uh, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, and then Avengers. Avengers was their sixth movie, yeah, but Justice League was their fourth, fifth Th- movie, definitely, yeah. But those four movies were their establishing single characters, while Justice League. Or the, the, the Justice League movies was Man of Steel establishing Superman. Then we have a Superman sequel. Then we had a movie establishing Wonder Woman. Then we had Suicide Squad that has nothing to Which do... Which is like a very
0: offshoot thing. Yeah, it
1: has nothing to do with it. And then we have Justice League. So if, if they were to do... If they were to completely copy Marvel and do solo movies, I think people would be okay. They, yeah. they would love these movies. Uh, because they got, they would have gotten to attach to the characters and all that. I think Zack Snyder, what he did was he didn't want to make a universe. He didn't want to jumpstart a universe. He wanted to tell his five movie epic of. Was it five? He wanted to do five movies. So really? from, from my understanding, he wanted to do Man of Steel, um, Batman vs Superman, and then. Justice League 1, 2. Oh, right, because it was a part 1, part 2 situation. I think Batman vs. Superman might have been part 1, part 2 as well. Something like that, but there were five movies. Okay. And um, I think his idea for Justice League originally, at least what's like, rumored, is Justice League was supposed to play out, and it was, you know, Steppenwolf comes to Earth, and they fight Steppenwolf, and they beat him, and then they see Darkseid at the end. And then Justice League 2 is they go to Apocalypse to fight Darkseid, and they lose. And then Darkseid comes to Earth and takes over Earth. And then Justice League 3 is the Nightmare Timeline. And that's the timeline we see in Batman vs. Super Mario. The the Sand and the Mad Max... That setup Stuff. was, like, really weird. It was... I was in awe. I had no idea what that was supposed to be. Yeah. And right. Justice League 3 was he comes to Earth and is, like, the Mad Max thing. And then Batman works with the Justice League against Superman to send the Flash back. And then the Flash goes back and that's where we get PBS And it was supposed to be this, like, five-movie sort of just story. He just wanted to tell this, you know... This This self contained five arc movie. Um, But like the Warner Brothers did not want him to do that. And so they were retroactively changing things as he was doing them. And I think that's where a lot of the problems I mean, I would say 90% of like the DCE news problems come from is that these movies were just like kind of half baked because the director and the studio were making different things. That's true.
2: They have some lovable characters. Like, for example, I know a lot of people love Wonder Woman, a lot of people love Aquaman. A lot of people do not. They love Ezra Miller, but they don't like him as the Flash. But and people love Henry Cavill, so like, but Ben Affleck, I didn't hear a lot of people be fans of that Batman. So what do you think they should do? Do you think they should just restart, or do you think they should keep those certain lovable characters in and then try to find a way around? Bringing a new Batman, a new Flash, and characters like that.
1: I, I think we. Sh- I, I mean, I think you should try and keep everyone. I think Batman. I, I. Affleck's out. Um, as far as we know. I mean, at least he tweeted that he was out and he said he wasn't Batman anymore on Jimmy Kimmel, which I was so upset about. Like, <laughs> I was in the writers' workshop the one day and I like saw the tweet and I was like, Oh, what's going on? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. You're supposed to. Because I thought it meant that, like, I thought he was confirming that he was still Batman, and then uh, I kind of, like, recontextualized it, and I said, oh no, I was really upset.
0: Yeah.
1: I really like Ben Affleck as Batman, and generally, like, I think he has the perfect look for Batman. And it's one, I think, I'd say it's one of his best performances as an actor, too, is Batman, because it's such a complex um, character that we've seen, and he's, he's a perfect bat suit. Like, he has the look, definitely.
2: For me, I feel like he's. More of a perfect Bruce Wayne than actual when he's like in the Batman suit. Mm-hmm. And that's like my take on that. I feel like at the Bruce Wayne, he's like literally comic book like yeah. from the comic book Bruce Wayne perfect. But I don't know. I wasn't really feeling him when he put on the bat suit. Yeah. I don't know what it was.
0: See, I had I had the reverse like reaction in terms of like I just didn't feel like they explored like the world of Bruce Wayne enough. Yeah. Like I feel like if cause like the whole rewatching the whole movie like the main thing with it is his, he, like the whole his whole arc is literally just I'm angry at Superman like that's a simple way of putting it yeah but it's like I'm angry at Superman I don't trust this guy like the whole like billionaire not against the immigrant thing yeah but I wish the movie kind of gave us a glimpse of like a time before that like a time before he was in the the time before time yeah Yeah. but a time before the whole like metropolis situation so that we could understand his world more yeah this change yeah definitely i think that would have been
1: um I think that's how the, the Matt Reeves Batman film is going to kind of... Uh, Address? recontextualize that. I think a lot of people will come back to Batman vs. Superman, um, and either they'll say, like, oh, well, Matt Reeves' film just changed everything about it, and this isn't how he always was. I, I think we get the Matt Reeves film, and we're going to see that, like, okay, this is how Batman was before Batman vs. Superman, and you can see how he changed... Into this character.
2: Is Matt Reeves' version gonna be canon to like? Yeah, it's movie? a prequel. Okay.
0: Because yeah. he's right. casting young, and it's like taking place like. It takes in place a in the 90s. Decades. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Do so we need that? Because
1: the- if you look like if you listen to the the movie, this Batman, like Affleck's Batman, is he's been in Gotham what twenty five years? Yeah. Being Batman, he's like yeah. in his mid forties, and he's been Batman a long time and um he's definitely past his prime but you you have this like his his sidekick jason or dick or whoever it was supposed to be was killed by the joker and harley and then you see um you see like he he's on the ground level and you watch it from his perspective of the black zero event which is the the zod superman fight in man of steel And you see, he loses those people, and this is kind of that snap for him, where he realizes, like, okay, like, I can stop normal criminals from killing people, and I don't, like, he didn't kill at that point, but that was kind of the last straw of, like, okay, I can't deal with this anymore, I have to stop this guy, like, whatever it takes. Because Superman, he says in the movie, like, he could wipe out the entire human race and if there's even a, a fraction of a percent of chance so that we can stop him, like, we have to take that as an absolute certainty. Because it's, you know, he, he's kind of obsessive and that's, that's a very Batman yeah. thing to be like. Yeah.
0: That was my main takeaway from that was the fact that, like, he is a very, like, obsessive guy. Yeah. Like, that's his whole goal for the whole movie. Like even like when we think he's on like a different case, we learn that it's like, it's still, still the same yeah, intertwined
1: case. with yeah. Batman and Lex and and, and, um, and you find out that like Luther is just kind of manipulating him the whole time, which is a very Lex Luther thing to do. Yeah.
0: Um, Speaking of Lex, a thing that I wish they would have done is I wish they could have introduced him earlier in the movie. Yeah. Because I feel like it was just kind of polarizing to just have him show up and already, like, be crazy. Yeah. yeah. Not that, like—I mean, like, he— Well, he's like a tech billionaire.
1: Yeah. He's supposed to be, he's... like, a very, you know, Silicon Valley guy. Um, and I think Lex is, is very—and I wanted to, I wanted to like, kind of break this down, but I, I I see Lex as almost like a neo-nationalist. Yeah. Um, and kind of because if, if Lex is—and I explain this, like, in much greater detail in— this, uh, the, the Superman video I did earlier this week um, well, or I guess like two weeks ago now but um, Lex is in this is about like America first you know and he doesn't say that obviously but he's kind of he, he's the representation of uh, um, this American way of us being American us being united against enemies instead of Superman who is having these conflicts about the American way and the conflicts of, like, the internal conflicts of America. And really what Zack Snyder wants to say about Superman and, like, in relation to Lex is that he wants to be the world's Superman, you know? Like, he, I think, him instead of being the American way, Superman should be more of, like, the way of Earth. Yeah. Because he's everyone's superhero. He's not just American superhero.
0: Because for so long he's just been like defined as like yeah he's the been American, an American Boy Scout yeah he's like, been an
1: American ambassador for so long and I yeah. think Zack Snyder wants to take that and say well he's
0: Superman for everyone he's not just Superman for white Americans you know yeah but like my thing with Lex is I kind of wish that we saw kind of like how we saw Batman like snap at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. I wish we had that moment with Lex like maybe seeing what was going on in Metropolis and being like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, there's, like, aliens and things. hmm And being more to that.
1: Yeah, I, I, that would have been really interesting to see, like, Lex's point of view of that. Um, actually, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. that would have been a really interesting thing to see. Um, especially because he hates... Superman's just another authority figure, almost, for him. You know, yeah. like, Lex, you know, feeds the... The senator, or whatever, the dude, the the government dude, who's there, and he like shoves the Jolly Rancher in his mouth, and it's like this weird, awkward. The weirdest moment scene, but it's he, so funny. Well, he's he's basically, in in other words, like he's basically feeding this guy.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and he's he's and the guy he's really stating his like, I'm a, over you. I I have this mm-hmm. authority because he has this, like, um, mental Napoleon complex where he, you know, his father beat him. He hates God. He hates his father. Like. He hates superman because he doesn't want he, he can't have anything above him yeah and this literal guy flying above him you know he's he's someone who's rebuilding metropolis and you can see it in his trailer they released the turkish airlines trailer where he's talking about how like well metropolis is being rebuilt because of like luther corpse or lex corpse or whatever it's called um general finance like general generous um whatever Donations to Metropolis and Rebuilding Metropolis and that's getting pushed to page two because Superman saved a cat like that's You know something that really bothers him because he's doing it not for the thanks, but because he wants to be above everybody and Superman is above him and that's why he hates him.
0: I mean he does have that line at the near the end of the film about how like If God is all-powerful, he yeah. can't be all good. Because and that God be. is tribal.
1: God picks sides He said there was yeah. nobody to save him as a child, from his father beating him, so like, yeah. why should he think that Superman can save everybody?
2: Hmm. See, like, amazing story like that. Like, yeah, I know that's like comic books and different stuff. Uh-huh. But like, a lot of people gonna bash me for this, but I'm honestly a DC fan above Marvel. For me, not. Comic book wise and like cartoons, yeah. like I just love the characters and like I'm more, even more familiar with more of the DC, like not only the superheroes, because superheroes are easy to be familiar with, but I'm talking like villains wise. And like DC just has, I don't know what it is, their stories are just dark and deep. And I know Marvel, of course, with Iron Man and stuff, that stuff was dark and deep too, but I don't know, the, I don't know it just hit different. For me personally with DC, I just love DC. And it's that's true. why I want them to succeed.
0: This, this is so much like a dc thing of just them being deep this is like chris terrio and like Zack yeah. snyder coming up with like this character and like yeah and it's, it's they're on this character yeah.
1: i would say dc is less dark and more of like just realism and yeah. they go for that i remember in my uh geography class like freshman year of high school i said well dc is more realistic and my teacher laughed at me and he was like oh yeah the guy flying in the sky is more realistic than the guy who built a suit to fly and i was like okay well you realize in an actual like scenario if you and i are fighting a big purple man from space we're not going to be laughing because he just killed everyone we're not going to be making jokes yeah. you know? and i know they didn't do that in endgame but it's an, it's an exaggeration but in batman for superman they're not sitting there quipping and making jokes they're this is how humans would actually react to these situations and that's kind of where dc comes from with these like zack snyder movies is there that's what they're doing is they're giving us a realistic um in superman the movie the tagline was you believe a man can fly yeah i think the tagline for man of steel should have been um what actually happens when a man flies (laughs) because like i think that's that would have been a good play on that yeah i think that would have been interesting
2: I'm just, I'm just I I'm lo- um, see me my whole like point of that movie um I was very average on it like I didn't hate it and didn't love it yeah it was one of the movies that like I wouldn't see again if, in theaters but like I would watch it if it was like on Netflix or something that's how I felt about it I was very like massive on it like more or less kind of ish yeah I was just like eh this part could have been cooler Oh, this part' kind of dope um I just like I'm glad it took a while for me to get to like the ch- big chunk of the climax of it, where they actually fought, and of course, like, the mom thing, if, if, unless that's a segment. Um, I mean, it will be a segment at some point. Yeah, like, a lot, a lot of different things that happen. like, you know, kryptonite, it was just a lot of different tropes that, like, you know, you see in comic books and you, you expect. So it wasn't really any surprises. But, um, you know, like, a lot of moviegoers love surprises in the movies. They love things they could just cheer about and scream about, like, for example, in Endgame. Like, Captain America caught that hammer. Yeah. People were screaming their yeah. lungs out, just ah! But like, you didn't really get that from *Batman: Suit Man*. It was everything you kind of expected, and that's why um, I feel like not that not not being the only point where I didn't do as well, but like that a major part of it because people do love like stuff they don't expect like in movies because like Marvel their kings are doing that like oh we expect this to happen they do a whole 360 on you and you're just like oh that would mean they do the same thing (laughs) 180 180 180. (laughs) 180. (laughs) do a whole 180 on you and just like uh, this is not how I planned like Endgame, um, Infinity War, for example, the end of Infinity War, nobody expected that snap to go like the way it did. Everybody expected, oh, then it's gonna be the big bad, There's better be two movies and then all that. I just wish I just need D C to have that sense of surprise where we are just like, Oh, I cannot wait, like, you know, I don't know what they're gonna do, what they're gonna pull off. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they can do it and with these horror directors, they, they need to just keep hiring every single horror director they see, <laughs> especially James Wan. Just keep them coming. DC yeah. should look, have a whole battalion of horror directors just leading their whole universe, and eventually we'll get to the point where we see that boy Side and we're just like, finally, it's happening. And then I, we I ever, don't think
1: we'll ever see Darkseid. Maybe, ever? Movies.
2: No, I don't think so. What non, about?
0: Uh, non, well, Wonder in uh, close history.
1: Wonder though. Woman made, what, like $800 million? Yeah. And then aquaman made a billion dollars yeah the most
2: shazam successful is dc maybe yeah. i just hope I'm honestly forget dark Side. i hope we see brainiac at some point
1: i i mean yeah I, I can see brainiac being for like a superman sequel if they ever do it yeah but it seems like dc's way more focused on solo films now yeah. and it seems like they're going to be way more focused on like wonder woman aquaman and shazam yeah. being their trinity instead of batman superman and wonder woman yeah. which is really disappointing um, because I think Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck were really, really good as Batman and Superman. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't seem like that's the direction the studio wants to go anymore. It seems like with they want to separate themselves from like Zack Snyder as much as possible.
2: I feel like with a Brainiac movie, these horror directors can really excel because Brainiac's a very... He, th- he messes with your mind, yeah. and you could do a lot of thriller-ish aspects to that with superheroes, like him like a space thriller, being in yeah. your head, just like very creepy. There's a lot of creepy things you do. If they want to just like take an even darker turn with like a movie, I feel like having Brainiac be a central villain, like. Would, and then, you know, slowly introduce him, because Brainiac had a lot of minions. He had, like, a lot of minions. There was, it was just a whole big spiel in the comics. And I feel like if you need a central villain, that people off the back know. Like, Darkseid's one, but Brainiac, like, I feel like that just should be their guy, should be yeah. their focus.
1: Well, if you, um, if you watch Krypton, that's, uh, he's the villain. Brainiac and uh, Darkseid, or Doomsday, are the villains. And uh, they're both very good, and Brainiac is scary. He's, yes, that's
2: what you need. He's terrifying. Like I remember when I was a kid, even the cartoon of Brainiac just scared me because I was just like, this dude. Like, how do you stop him? Like, yep. how do you well, stop? Well, Brainiac
1: him? is what like upgrade should be. Like yeah. or uh, upgrade is what like they how they should do a Brainiac. Like in the in the Justice League Unlimited TV show, uh, Brainiac like took over Lex Luthor, and he like. Just controlled him like subtly for years and that was just that's scary you know and imagine kind of just make an upgrade movie but it's like Lex Luthor being controlled by Brainiac and that's you could make that terrifying especially if it leads into a Superman sequel where Superman fights Brainiac Luthor you know
2: like speaking of villains, I really hope this Walking Phoenix movie does very well. Joker movie, oh, yeah. I really hope they like have him like you know implemented the actual saga somehow some way. And, I, I uh, hope
1: they don't bring him into the main. No, have yeah. they
2: already casted the Batman for Matt Reeves movie yet? No. no. Well,
1: that's gonna it's gonna be a prequel, so it doesn't matter. I think how I would go ahead with like Justice League. Because
2: um, eventually, don't... gotta do it
1: yeah i if they do it like i'm i could see a justice league movie in like six or seven years yeah Yeah, that's gonna be way down the line Mm -hmm. before they like touch that i i would like something that i i would like a maybe a wonder woman movie or like maybe they make man of steel 2 and that leads into justice league 2. but maybe they they talk about in birds of prey uh, according to the plot synopsis of birds of prey the reason the birds of prey get together is because batman's gone Nobody knows where oh. he is. Hmm. And so it seems like Affleck's Batman is gone and nobody knows why. And I would go ahead and make a Justice League movie about the League searching for Batman. Because maybe I think it'd be interesting if he got like kidnapped by Darkseid or something. Because he wouldn't... If the explanation is he's out searching for... Or he's out like starting the Justice League and like building Justice League Tower in space and all that... Yeah. Or the watchtower in space that would be dumb because he wouldn't forget about gotham city to help the whole world i think him being captured by Darkseid or something would be very interesting yeah um and i think that's what they should do and that's where they should go with
2: it they need to also um my, one of my biggest problems with it they need more prominent superheroes on that squad because I know that movie flopped. It was horrible. But we need a yeah. Green Lantern. We need, we need a Green Lantern and we need a Martian Manhunter. We need- well, Martian Manhunter
0: isn't really a staple. but yeah. it's, it's a staple just, of the animated series.
2: Just seeing him would like, I know like, because you know how Marvel, they had their own little spins on things. Mm-hmm. I just like, um, for example, Black Panther. They took out the whole White Wolf thing, even though it's like a really huge thing. Like what, like White Wolf being his like brother before, like the, his adopted brother. Yeah. Like that, would, the whole huge thing in the comics. They took it out. I feel like them, like adding the like, characters, especially since they're trying to like revive their whole like universe. Like having a Green Lantern there, like an actual good Green can Lantern I, movie.
1: Can I pitch you my idea for a Green Lantern movie? what you get? So, um, I would do The Nice Guys in Space.
0: Um, no, because here's, here's the thing. I was thinking, like, almost the same thing, but, like, kind of like a training day situation. Yeah. Well, I would
1: do, a, a rumor has it, they want to do, like, a buddy cop movie. for Yeah. The, for Green I would do, Wait. basically, The Nice Guys in Space, only it's Hal Jordan, and he's, like, training Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart's new mm-hmm. Green Lantern. Hal Jordan's been off world. He's been, whatever being Green Lantern on Oa, and John Stewart's like the new human Green Lantern. Maybe he's the newest one. Maybe we have Kyle Rain already. Maybe we have no, was, Simon Baz. Maybe we which have was Guy the Gardner. Green
2: Lantern who was the pilot? Hal, Hal, Jordan. Hal Jordan. So whatever they do, if they make Hal Jordan a Green Lantern, if they do, I hope they got to do Green Lantern. I just hope they defer away from being too Captain Marvelous. Yeah. you know what I'm saying Captain, space cops I'm not gonna lie when I was watching Captain Marvel I was like why does this feel like the Green Lantern story
1: well that's see and the, and the Nova Corps are similar are, are very similar to that and I are the Captain Marvel Corps are they or the Captain Marvel are they Nova Corps
0: no they're not okay they're What's the right? they're the Star Force thing that, okay yeah. yeah so they have that's a similar right. kind um, of
2: thing but I feel like Green Lantern with the things they can do with those rings and different weapons and stuff it can really like if they have fun with that movie like main Green Lantern like a really fun like upbeat dude like he is in the comics yeah. and stuff they can really kill it like
1: well see and i that's why i would start i would do green lantern movie and it's hal jordan training john stewart he's a new green lantern maybe we already have a couple other human green lanterns but they're all off world in different sectors john stewart is let's say he's a green lantern who got picked for sector two eight one seven two eight one four is earth yeah theres earth yeah um and so whatever and I would go for a, cla- like a very classic sci-fi look. I would do as practical as possible, even though Green Lantern movies, you know, it's got to be full of CGI. I mean, like, obviously
0: the constructs yeah. and things. So. But I would but just try to assume. go
1: as practical as possible, and I would take, like, heavy inspiration from things like Star Wars and some, like, 1950s sci-fi B-movies, and it would just be you know, as I said, it would just be like a buddy cop movie in space, but it would be told through the eyes of Jon Stewart, who's this new to this world, new to this, you know, yeah. universe. Mm-hmm. And so I would love a straight Hal Jordan and then like a funny Jon Stewart. And by the end of the movie, we see John Stewart as more of this like military-esque role that he, he's in in the comics and in the cartoons and stuff like that. Because I, I would really enjoy that. I would love... Um, I mean I would love like a cantina scene, like from Star mm-hmm. Wars where they just like you know, they're they're space cops. So they walk into this cantina looking for Lobo or something and everyone just stops and looks at them for a second and he's they're like those gross Green Lanterns. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the you know, the, the cops are here, the the fuzz is here and then like green, like how Jordan's like, Don't worry, you know, we're not arresting any of you today and they just kinda like walk through. I would love something like
2: that. I'm not gonna lie, right? I would like you know how they did in the original Green Lantern movie? But like yeah. better, how he was just like Al Jordan, but he's just trying to figure it out. Yeah. I feel like if you execute that better, you can really turn into like a very Guardians of the galaxy like situation, how Star Lord kinda just figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm this captain now. Well I, I would feel like if you do it that way, see, it'll like, be kinda dope. I would love to see
1: Edgar Wright do Green Lantern. I yeah. think his editing style and like I think one of my favorite things about Endgame was when he was in Japan, when Hawkeye was in Japan, and Ooh. like the subtitles, oh, yeah. I like love the that. comic booky subtitles, that was perfect. I want to see a whole movie of stuff like that, where oh, it's like just alien super, speech, and like speech. super comic booky effects, and and stuff like that. I like, I love the idea of the cosmic MCU. I hope they do it really well with like the the Eternals and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, that. they got James Gunn back, so yeah. and so he's furthering that. And and I, you know, I'm like, very excited to see Guardians three and and all that. But I hope that we. See, like a very cosmic um, DCEU, especially because like Ava DuVernay is working oh, on dude, New
0: Gods. New Gods? Um, she better kill it. She will. Have you guys will. read uh, Mr. Miracle?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Dude, after reading that, it's it's a comic book written by uh, Tom King, who's like one of like the top writers right now in, in like DC Comics. And like his Mr. Miracle, he's like a, a new God. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. And what was it? Is it... Um, He's the son of High Father, yeah. but he was like raised by Dark Side. Was switched with uh, switched with And Orion. Orion yeah. And Orion's the son of the Dark Side, but he's raised by High
2: Father. Do you think we would ever get to the point cuz you know how um by the end, end game. I'll to say by the end, end game, but yeah, by the end, end game where you saw that whole big battalion of all these people you've seen, heroes you've seen throughout the years. Do you think just I know Jessica Lee has that they have their own version of that. Cause they have their a lot of superheroes. Yeah, like you have Hawkman, Hawk Girl. You have like you have Nightwing. You have all the Robins. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think we'd ever get to a point in DC, hopefully in the future, where we see that? Like, for example, like Say Brainiac is the bit bad. You see all of the Justice League. Like, let's get them in like a big old battle. Do you think we'd ever get to that point? I
1: don't think so. I think they're gonna focus way more on like standalone, like solo stories. From, yeah. from hence on,
2: like
0: the closest thing I think that they would do is probably, like, a version of that, but just, like, with the Bat Family. Yeah. I could see, like, yeah. just a Bat, like, it, it seems like they want to do, like, a
1: Bat Family universe, and yeah. just all, like, Bat Family movies and stuff. I think the closest we'll see to a big team-up, possibly another Justice League movie, where they fight, like, the Legion of Doom, which it seems like what they what they want to do.
2: Yeah. Um How long do you, you think till they do, like, another, like, like kind of like a saga, kind of like what the Avengers four movie saga was, like kind of like that.
0: I don't see them doing it. Yeah, mm. and I'm not. I'm I, like, I I'm like not really bummed out them. by it either.
1: I'm optimistic. Like I'd love to see it, just because yeah. you know like, these are that really be characters. That would so Like to my see whole it. thing.
2: But I feel like they just can't get away with. Because every time people um. Look at all these amazing standalone movies. People always bring back, oh yeah, I can't wait to see them fight together. Like people always comment that, even myself, that's like my thing. When I saw Aquaman, I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait to see him with his actual Aquaman like suit yeah. armor with the that's actual Trident gorgeous. and oh, my like God. you know fight. That the ending of that movie
0: is just like so clean. That's the whole that
1: whole like I usually i am bored with big fight scenes like that, but I loved that. It was like like Lord of the Rings underwater. I,
0: I it also that. helped that it was Julie Andrews as a giant squid. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect casting. Whenever
2: he augmented that little sonic yell underwater and all the fish came behind him, I was just like, bro, this is so icy. And yeah. Jason Momoa, just the long hair, just... He's just cool. He's he's pretty
1: rad. Yeah,
2: I'm not mad that they're being the three that heads it off because of course they had the best movies. You got to like if you can't just hold on to Batman Superman. Like wait till.
1: Well, it, it, I think it's a difference between holding on to Batman versus Superman and then like actually making a Batman Superman movie, which they're yeah. not doing. Um,
2: but I feel like they got to eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, but I know you can't really. I want Henry Cavill as Superman. I'm not gonna lie. I hope after the Witcher stuff, he's like, hey, I'm back. But like, if we find another Superman I, and who's amazing, I, I have no problem. With well, apparently ahead. he's
1: the one. The, he's the one holding it up. Yeah. He, he wants more money as Superman, and they don't want to give him more money. I think he deserves it. I think he he's been through enough. So I think just give the man his money and make the movie. I bet there's a hundred directors in Hollywood willing to do that.
2: If they want to like have a fresh start though, and they want to, they're already gonna replace the Batman, and they want to play Superman. By all means, just find somebody who mm-hmm. can fit that Superman look. Cause Keny Gable, I haven't seen anybody who's as close to that dude. Yeah. And please pay that man. Cause why would you not pay Superman? Like mm, it's literally Superman. See, um, just I just need a strong Batman. And I, was just, I just, would you want to see Robin in one of these movies? Like oh if, yeah,
0: almost definitely. Like, say I, I need, I need like the whole Bat family at some point. Yeah, like, I just need
2: <laughs> to see them. And do you, like, I want. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I love how they started with Batman of Superman. How they, like, they quickly went past the Batman story. They said, "Okay, this what happened. This what happened." They were showing the opening credits. I said, "I love how they did that."
0: About that though. I think a way, see, like when I was saying about like how like I wish we could have seen like a time before the whole like Metropolis thing. Yeah. I feel like they could have used that moment to like and like sped it up a little bit and like montage through his whole life a little bit. Yeah. And like us more context. That's
2: true because Spider-Man, not far from home, Homecoming did a similar thing where they kind of sped past all the Uncle Ben stuff so you don't have to like go through that again because like that's kind of stuff at this point they expect you to know. In my
0: opinion, in my opinion, that is, is a problem with that movie really? <laughs> with Homecoming yeah see? I'm not a, I'm, I just think that the world of Spider-Man Homecoming is kind of not well fleshed out
1: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not like
0: everything in the world um, like Ame is like barely a character in that movie and she's like one of the most integral parts of his well, life yeah.
1: it's, it's, it's like Homecoming was Marvel trying to make a John Hughes movie yeah uh, it definitely felt like that uh, I think there was just a little bit too much action I think it should have been more of, like, a coming-of-age teenager story. Yeah.
0: But... I just felt like it was to trying to be... It was hum, a homage to, like, John Hughes' movies without getting the essence of it. Uh-huh. Like, the characters were very much one note. Whereas, like, if you look at, like, Breakfast Club, like, the whole idea is, like, yeah, there are these cliché characters, but, like, you spend, like, an hour and a half with them, and you realize they're more than that. Yeah. And the movie never really besides like Peter Parker it was never none of the other characters got the moment uh-huh. yeah
2: I just feel like if they did the whole Uncle Ben thing again right when we see Uncle Ben we're just gonna be thinking oh yep so when he gonna die well when he. going <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying that they needed to do the whole Uncle Ben thing well they're yeah. gonna
1: they're gonna do the um, they did the Uncle Ben thing now with Tony Stark that's right like, that's, yeah. that's what it's gonna be and then and if he, 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 you see in the trailer, he wears Tony Stark's glasses. Yeah. If there's some image of Tony Stark and he gives the great power comes great responsibility speech, I'm gonna hate that. Like,
2: oh, that's gonna piss
0: me off. I already hated the whole line of like, the world needs another Iron yeah. Man. And I'm like, shut up. They, they could have
1: just easily made Peter Parker be so infatuated with Tony Stark because he lost his father and Uncle Ben. Uh-huh. But they didn't do that.
2: See, I feel like right when they said the thing um, in the trailer where he said, you gotta be the next Iron Man. I already know how that movie's probably gonna end. Probably gonna end with, like, him saying, no, you are Spider-Man. Be Spider-Man. Yeah, and, well, you that's... Know.
1: <laughs> it could be... I could see him pushing this Iron Man role onto Mysterio. Uh, and yeah. then thinking, like, oh, I'm gonna... You know, I, I'm gonna. This is the new Iron Man. I'm gonna support this guy because he's gonna be the new big superhero. And then he's gonna have to take down Mysterio. And then Spider Man's gonna realize that he's the new Iron Man. Yeah. And then he's gonna. He doesn't have to be Iron Man, but he's gonna be the new like. And I wouldn't be surprised if the movie ends with him Saying revealing that. his, his identity? identity to the world because he did that in the comics the Civil War. That's true. So, wouldn't be surprised.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so back to BBS. Yeah, because <laughs> that was yeah, the topic. Yeah. Of dance. <laughs> um, hold on. So what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So like with this Batman, it's obviously like very Frank Miller based because that's like the obviously the inspiration, the whole yeah. Dark Knight Re- Returns situation. Like I know you guys like really like it, but I found it like to be like not. I don't want to say like I hated it because like I don't really hate it. Uh huh. But it was just like I'm not. In love with the whole, like, I, I like that storyline, but I just kind of wish that they didn't, that he didn't fully play on it, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, to like almost like we're adapting it straight up, you know? Yeah. Like, I wish that they would have changed some things, like, made it to where it's more like uniquely his version of, of the characters without like pulling too much from all the inspiration from the comics uh-huh. yeah like even from like a visual like standpoint like the suit and like yeah. the armor i think suits, the suit's perfect i think that's really cool. oh my god
1: yeah his, his suit cool. like ben affleck's batman suit like the BVS one yeah. is the best batman suit that's ever yeah. had, ever been.
0: my
2: personal favorite has to be like the arkham knight one like yeah. specifically
1: well batman. i think like live action live action wise yeah. yeah the, you're not the christian Bale
2: one i liked it but I don't know. Something about the mask itself was weird to me. It looked like it was too skinny. He's
1: really yeah. Christian Bale looks really thin. Yeah. The, oh, compared to Batfleck, and Batfleck's got like, he's got padding on his yeah, suit too. Yeah, we are. Because so he's, he's like big.
0: you obviously like can't turn into that in like six weeks. Well, yeah. like I, I think
1: um, Ben Affleck's there's there's some screen tests of Ben Affleck wearing the Batman suit only he doesn't have like the black around his eyes yet Uh and he doesn't have the padding in the suit so he looks a lot thinner. That's absolutely perfect to me. I will like never get over how great the screen tests look of Ben Affleck as like the screen test, the Batman, Batfleck screen tests. I'm going to pull it up real quick just to show you because I absolutely love it. Um, Um, So
0: yeah, listeners, um, Google Ben Affleck's uh, test footage and you'll hopefully find it too. Because we can't show it to you. I mean, we might tweet it. If you find it, we'll tweet it. Yeah, but um, I kind of, I don't know. I, it's very like hit or miss to me just because like I don't, I don't know. I just don't like direct. I like having a little bit more of like their own unique flair to it. Yeah. Um, but moving on to, who do I want to talk about? Oh yeah, Wonder Woman. The other prominent character in that movie that honestly like bothered me a little bit um i just felt like she really didn't have anything to do and it was kind of and it and i kind of get like with the whole like it's trying to be part of like this five-part like zack Snyder vision thing yeah. but like i was just like I was just like come on like let her look the movie a
2: forced abomination in it right you There's mean doomsday doomsday, doomsday not yes. Yes. Abomination. I, I, doomsday. I,
1: I would agree with you on that i think yeah. wonder woman didn't have enough to do in the movie
0: yeah but I, like I don't know, like it could have been like such a cool like arc if like if they gave her something to do, and it also been it would have made like her introduction a lot more
2: like. I bet you. Shit. They just wanted to like introduce her and be like, "All right, do something badass, yeah. so people can love you," and that's. Yeah, but, <laughs>
0: but but like, it. was I didn't feel like it was enough because yeah. like you like the scenes that you saw. It was like mostly two prominent scenes. Where oh,
1: that's the, dope. Yeah, I, okay. the one on the right is him the yeah. screen test. I love it.
0: Yeah, he doesn't even look cap- that's like without padding, right? Yeah, it's without padding in the suit. Okay, so yeah, yeah he, he looks, looks great there. looks dope. Yeah. Okay, anyway, You can sorry. like save that and send it to place. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, what else was there?
2: Uh, How'd you so, feel about um, Doomsday though? Do you Doom feel like- okay. uh, My whole thing with that at first was I remember in the comics and cartoon, Doomsday was like, had his whole saga with Superman. Like, mm-hmm. it was like a whole, like I don't know, for like three parts, I it was, forgot. It was like a whole... Or a whole movie or something. It, it was like a whole spiel, but then like him just, just shoving him in at the end of a movie, like you could have easily saved Doomsday for like a whole like no, movie itself, and like trying to fight him for a whole movie, because he's that powerful of a character, and having him like just be there and be defeated like that was very like cheap yeah. to me.
1: I mean, I... Sure, I, I, I get where that comes from. I think the whole point of having Doomsday is you can't kill Superman without killing him with Doomsday, you yeah. know? Yeah. And uh, at least thematically. And I think the idea of... Um, I mean, I, I, I think it would have been cool to do Bizarro, too. Where, like, Luther makes Bizarro. I would have yeah. liked that. I think, I think it might be a little bit too silly I'd maybe save that for another movie but I think the idea with Doomsday is to kill Superman so he can rise and become the Superman in Justice League and we have this like trilogy of you know first incident doubt and then finally like becoming this Superman that everybody knows and I think that it was necessary to put Doomsday in there I didn't love the design I think yeah. I get he wasn't the original like Bertram I believe Bertram is the name of the guy who created Doomsday in the comics um, it wasn't the original like, Bertram this, uh, Bertram Doomsday from uh, Krypton. Yeah, so I get why he didn't look exactly like him, but I wish it looked more like Doomsday instead of like a cave troll from Wuthering. That is true. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, but that, it kind of like connects to my other problem with the movie in terms of like the fact that like the first two acts of this movie are really like great in terms of like presenting a lot of the ideas for the film and like a lot of the big ideas. And it's kind of like, this is kind of a lot of my feelings with like, Civil War as well when I was talking about like, the structures of those movies are very much the same. Where like, the big ideas kind of slowly like, drift away hmm. for like, another like, shoehorned in like, thing yeah. that leads into like a third act fight sequence that yeah. has to happen. Like, I was just like, you know, you, they have like these cool ideas, but then like at the end of the film it was, both films it was kind of like, yeah. Kind of drop them. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I wish they would have found a way to just explore it all the way through without you know, compromising yeah. and adding in like a doomsday or having Tony Stark and Captain America fight because of this reason.
2: Yeah, I get I, that. I feel like when you take out characters early, it takes out the importance of them. And if you have them sit there whenever they actually defeated, like, I'm glad Thanos wasn't like defeated. Like you know in the movie how he actually had him come back. I'm glad in the endgame he wasn't just that was it and the whole problem wasn't just um them time travel and all that stuff. That would be so dope though.
0: How this like. I feel like that would I don't want I wanna I don't wanna say like it subverts it, but like it would just be like a different take of like a superhero movie. Yeah. Where it's like the big threat is like, not a person or like embodied in a like a living being, but yeah. it's like through a situation.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
2: Yeah, it was like, when they shove in like, somebody like that, like Doomsday, and then just goes out like that. And then, yeah, of course you give Wonder Woman that cool theme where she like she jumped like a hundred yards or whatever. Yeah,
1: the, the, the guitar in that. Yeah, oh, yeah. insane. Yeah, I love the Wonder Woman theme.
2: I hope, I can't wait for her next movie. When is that coming out?
1: It comes out in November of 2020. Yeah. No, no June. June. It was yeah. supposed to be November of this year, but they pushed it back because they want that summer release date.
0: Yeah.
2: and Because like,
1: something was supposed to be there and it moved from it. Yeah, it is. DC and Marvel I are know.
2: always going head to head because I know um, they're interchangeable, but Doctor Strange and Black Panther, either 20, one's coming out 2020, one's coming out 2020 They don't have any
1: release dates they yet. Well, they have yeah. release dates, they don't have any like names or so like, whatever. Yeah, we've got Doctor Strange 2, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians 3, Black, Black Panther. Panther 2, yeah. The Eternals, um, and then uh, the Sung Chi movie. I believe it's Sung Chi. I'm yeah. not familiar with him at all. So that's what, there's seven Marvel release dates and then I'm, you know, I can only assume we're going to get some kind of Fantastic Four.
2: Apparently that's not happening for like a good like four or five years. I'm okay with it. Because honestly, I feel like if they do do the big bad, I told you about Galactus. Yeah, if they, they, do do, they won't do
1: Galactus for a long time. I, if, yeah. if, They'll if, do Doctor Doom before they do
2: Yeah, Galactus. like I feel like Doctor Doom should be meet them at the halfway point of the next 10 years whatever and then the big bad in the end should be Galactus but I feel like it should get themed like you see well we've Silver already Surfer. had this
1: intergalactic like planet destroying villain you That's know true. Yeah. I think with and I, I, I want to see how they do Galactus because I just want to see a giant Yeah, like, like <laughs> just because you know, like, they're not going to make him smoke like they did with the Fantastic Four movies so I, I, I they will do a big tall Man walking Galactus with a big they purple did, helmet.
0: They kind of teased us with a, a tall Peter Dinklage in Infinity War.
1: Yeah, that's it. That, yeah. that looked terrible. Actually, I just I, it I was like,
0: like, like wasn't that it like was force? Crazy. It was like a force perspective, and then they also like had to. No, they oh, just CG him up. CG
1: yeah. up. like. Yeah
2: his scale is way bigger than what Peter Dinklage is. No, that's,
0: oh, why I said, yes. that's why I it's said like it was this, a tease. And then also, like, with the Giant Man, like, yeah. we've seen
2: Giant Man multiple times. It's and It's like Skyscraper big, like... And he's bigger than
1: that. He's tall. He's bigger than planets. He just bumps yeah. yeah, so, through. like...
2: <laughs> yeah, I want to see how to do that, how to...
1: <laughs> and I think he can change his size, too, right? So yeah. I would be surprised. I, I would just... He can change his size. I think if they do anything with Galactus, let James Gunn handle it. Yeah. Because I think James Gunn can take, or like the the director of Thor Ragnarok. I think you, they can take the silly, and make it work. I think the cosmic side of the MCU should just be silly. Just make it silly and colorful and super Jack Kirby inspired. And I think nobody's gonna have any problems with that.
0: That was my biggest problem with uh, Captain Marvel was the fact that it was kind of so devoid of like the it, fun silly space yeah, yeah funness. But we
1: barely and... were in space too.
0: We were only space. It felt like.
1: It felt like Captain Marvel was a sequel to a movie that never existed. That's true. Because they put so much weight on the relationship between her and Jude Law, and then we only saw them together for like five minutes in the beginning of the movie. And that was yeah. yeah. Like, and it then just he's different. like stuck on a ship for it like was two hours. It was structured very weird, Captain Marvel. I just yeah. really
2: wish next ten years, if they do Silver Surfer, Make me emotionally attached to him.
0: I would love Silver Surfer. I feel like with the next 10 years, though, it's not going to be like a hardcore 10 years. I feel like it's going to be more of like a chill 10 years. Yeah. I don't think they're going to...
1: No, I think definitely the problems are going to be very local with the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe for the next couple yeah. of years. years. Like they got to be- build I think up we're that gonna get, um, We're going to get like the uh, the big villain team up team. I don't remember what it's called. Sinister 6? No, that's Spider-Man. Up, whatever the the yeah. legion
0: of doom equivalent for marvel is
1: yeah it's the masters of evil or something like that um but yeah i think we're gonna get something with like baron baron zemo and we're gonna i think the hulk villains are gonna come back apparently that's what they're talking about is they're bringing like they're gonna make the thunderbolts oh, which i would yeah. love if they made the thunderbolts like a red hulk like a and like red hulk and punisher and um uh, ghost rider and stuff like that i would love that
2: Let's see dc have a chance they just need the right directors behind their projects. Yeah, I mean right. DC They'd at this point chance. they
1: realized that they're they've been saying this whole time, well we're director driven. Finally, they realized they just should be director driven. Yeah, like Shazam, he was given so much creative control, and look how well that went. That's Aquaman so he was given so much creative control. I liked Shazam a lot more than I liked Aquaman. I
0: don't like know, Aquaman, what yeah, I mean I Aquaman's I really it. pretty, but Shazam was amazing.
2: I just like I being it. underwater. It that's what just made me love it. it was Are just you like, excited? Are
0: you excited for the Avatar sequels? <laughs> You ready to, to go
2: underwater? They push I, that back again. Yeah, I know. I don't want to sit there for four hours again.
0: <laughs> Are you sure? But you'll be underwater,
2: though. It'll be okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. Aquaman gave me one of those rare feelings where, like, I didn't want to leave. Like, I was just like, dang, oh, man, like, I don't want to leave Atlantis. So let me yeah. stay.
1: I really liked Ocean Master. That costume, Ocean Master's Dude. costume is phenomenal. Oh my God! It's the best superhero supervillain costume yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah,
2: that color grade, the cinematography, the CGI, everything in that movie was just
0: beautiful. The there's some CGI.
1: there's some spotty CGI in Aquaman, but the, like, the it's CGI very
0: though, like the my takeaway from it was the fact that it wasn't trying to be like photoreal. Like it was yeah. being very much kind of like oh, it has like kind of like almost this paint like quality. Yeah, like, it's almost like a painting feel to it. So that's why I was like. I'm okay with it not looking photoreal because it <laughs> had such its own like unique take on it I wouldn't be I surprised, surprised if we got James Wan Like if they if they tried
1: to get James Wan to do a Pirates of the Caribbean movie or something Oh man
0: I mean they're trying to reboot that so I wouldn't yeah. be surprised Is it a reboot or is it like doing nah, a sequel or something? They're probably, they're gonna probably try to
1: like, Well at the away, end a of A new Pisa, lead At the end of Pirates 6? <laughs> new- is it the new one that came out? Uh, Deadman Tell My Tales? Was that 5? At the end of Pirates 5 um, Really? Yeah, it's so 5. Yeah. Um, at the end of Pirates 5, they reset all the curses of the ocean. That's true. Because, you know, every single movie has dealt with a different, like, curse. Yeah. So, at the end of 5, they reset the curses of the ocean, giving leeway for them to use certain, like, curses again. Mm. So they
0: got Orlando Bloom back and... It's, pretty, really dumb. it's pretty dumb. It's pretty It really is. I remember watching that movie in the theater. The first
1: Pirates movie is amazing. Yeah.
0: It's damn near perfect movie. I... I'm a supporter of the original trilogy of the, of those movies. Like the, the, the first Rubinsky. one's good,
1: second one's pretty good, third one's, eh, but like all through the three of them together
0: are great. Yeah, like, like they're just so out there and wacky, where I'm just like, I'm into
2: it. Do you think they're gonna do like since everybody's loving Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder Woman? They're gonna do like one of those type of movies where like they team up. Instead of having, like, I wouldn't be whole... surprised
1: if we got, like, superhero team-ups in their respective movies. Like, yeah. if we got, like, a yeah. Flash Cyborg movie, wouldn't be surprised. That would be...
0: That would, I feel like that's more likely than, yeah. like, an Aquaman, Shazam...
1: I think Batman vs. Superman, if I... If, like, if they were gonna do that now, they should just do, like, a World's Finest movie. Or it's Batman and Superman, and, like, they all of a sudden are public enemy number one. Like, Batman Superman, public enemy. Oh, yeah. Like, that
0: would be great. That would be dope. Man. I feel like that could have been, like, a really good, like lead way out of, mm-hmm. like, Batman v Superman, of, like... He'd make, like, a buddy cop movie with the two of them? Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. But do the odd couple, but it's Batman v Superman. Superman, yeah. yeah. Where they're, like, the first movie is them fighting each other because they disagree and, like, their and Superman ideology. never
1: does his laundry and Batman has to do it. Yeah. yeah. Totally, do totally here for it. Batman's like, how do you get mustard in Kryptonian silk? And then he just throws
0: it at Alfred and be like, can, can, you, get, can you get this out, please? Yeah. I'd, like, yeah, come on. I'd love it.
2: Literally, I just want that, um... That kind of relationship with Batman and Butler, like we did with Happy and Iron Man, like if they can give me that,
1: they, I mean that relationship's there. Batman versus Superman, Batman and Alfred relationship is phenomenal in that movie. Yeah, I'm that's love. what we
0: need. Oh boy, I need Jeremy Irons to stick around. Mm-hmm. I even if it does. Even if uh, Ben Affleck isn't sticking around. <sighs>
1: if only they should just give me I'll do the next Justice League Warner Brothers I'll do it and I'll do it really well and
0: Affleck will come back to do it I promise this is a promise alright um do you have anything else to say on Batman Superman? um Any more takes go watch
1: my Batman vs. Superman videos um just search my name on YouTube it'll come up um yeah it's a really good movie I mean it's there's a lot of complex ideas and it's it's not a superhero movie. It's a movie with superheroes in <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. Um I do believe this movie deserves um a rewatch. I want to rewatch it. I definitely again. gave it a rewatch. Yeah, I think um, it's really
1: good. I have not rewatched.
0: I, I feel first. like given with time and like distance from it like like that now the film has aged and like we're like you know it's no longer like the, it's fresh to us, it's like kind of something of a past. Yeah. Um I think it's something, it's, it's an interesting part of not only just, like, the history of superhero films, but, like, kind of films, especially for, like, the hit, yeah. like, at that point. I feel like it's worth worth rewatching. so mm-hmm. if you have time, check it out. if you have three hours. Yes, because don't watch the theatrical cut. Yeah, don't watch the
2: three. At all. Do the ultimate cut. Yeah. And this has been...
0: Another episode of uh, Film Rules the World.
2: Hey, so check us out on social media, on Twitter. We'll have more social media up for you guys. And see you next time.